Okay, well, I'm now pleased to be joined by Phil Farmer, a regular on the ATP tour, and WTA, actually, very experienced coach. Phil, thank you so much for joining us on ATP Podcast. Absolutely, Jill. Yeah, it's good to see you, and um, yeah, always great to uh, visit with you and, and catch up. Thank you. We well, go way back. It's, so. Yeah, we do go way back. It's always great to see you. Um, we were just talking, I, as I mentioned, very experienced. You've worked with a lot of WTA players, ATP players, worked with the Bryan brothers in particular, and now working with Austin Krychek and Ivan Dodig. Yes. Um, but you were just saying that it's been a really interesting or exciting 18 past months for you. Explain, please. Yes, uh, happy to. Um, you know, uh, I had, I've been coaching since 1997, as, yes. as you know. Started out on the, with the WTA, and and um, and then the last um, wow, uh, probably couple decades, mainly on the ATP um, with the Bryan brothers, uh, starting in 03 through 05, and then back with them and. 2017. So, um, you know, I took some years off, um, after that and, um, had been doing some, uh, some coaching back home in North Dallas had been doing some, um, real estate, multifamily, real estate investing as well. And kind of dipping into some things. I got married three years ago Congratulations. and thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, I had an opportunity. I've been helping a guy that lives in Dallas named Hans Hotch Verdugo. And uh, he's had a great year as well. He got up to 60 in doubles this year. But I've been helping him for four years, but I didn't travel. Just kind of when, when he was home and during our off-season and stuff, I'd help him out. Great guy. Become really good friends. And anyways, he said, man, why aren't you coaching Austin Krychek? And I said, oh, well, he lives here? And he goes, yeah, he actually moved here. As, uh, now his wife, but at the time, fiance, got, uh, got a job in, in Plano, North Dallas. And I said, man, I'd love to meet him. And you know, help him out in any way I can, not even knowing what would happen. And this and was at a time when you were taking a break this, from And this is 18 traveling. months ago. 18 months ago, okay. Yep. <laughs> and um, it was right basically before um, Wimbledon. And we uh, did a training session with Hans and him, and it just, Austin and I clicked immediately. And um, it was, it's kind of been off and running since. We knew it was just going to be a good fit and a good team. I didn't know. So when you say click, sorry, when you say click yep. instantly, what exactly yep. did you feel like? Chemistry. Felt right. I, I felt like I could immediately within three shots tell him. I saw the vision. I saw his game. I was familiar with him, but I didn't really, we didn't know each other and I didn't know his game that well. Um, but, but honestly, within a few minutes, I, I felt the connection, the chemistry, mm -hmm. just that it factor yeah. between us. And then my, my eyes, I saw, I saw, I saw that he had it and, um, it was, it, it kind of got the, uh, you know, my blood going, my, my brain churning and, and everything. And I'd been looking for that new challenge. I wasn't sure what it was, singles, women's, men's doubles, but I was looking for it. And, um. And I just, bug again. I got the bug again and, and I, I just felt like, Hey, we, we can do something here. And, and even for me, you know, so much of this is about helping the player. And I, I know my job is about the player player comes first, but, um, you know, I'm very passionate about my, my, um, my career and my craft mm -hmm. and, um, very goal driven with myself, um, have won grand slams with obviously the amazing right. best team in the world, Brian brothers. Um, but I, I wanted to do it with another player and win another slam. Yeah. And I told, um, Austin, I said, Hey, you're, you can be top 10 and, and we're going to win a slam. And was I he, really, was he playing singles at this point or just doubles? Just doubles. Okay. And I just, like, like I said, I saw it and, um, he had been floating with some different partners and, um, 
you know, doing well. Him and Stevie got to the finals of Cincinnati, for, and so he final Newport, and then finals Cincinnati with Stevie, finals of Winston-Salem with Yvonne for just a random off week. But I'm like, you know, if we knew we could lock down Stevie for doubles, um, I, we would have loved that at that time. But, but I knew Stevie's focus is singles. But when I saw Yvonne in that chemistry, I thought, man, one of our goals is we got to get a set partner. You can't be rotating like you've been doing the last few years. Mm-hmm. And so um, – you know, uh, it, it didn't work out, and we bounced around Sam Query at the Australian Open. and It didn't work out as far as what, like schedule? Well, well he, would, he was already committed to okay. Um, Mello. Okay, got it. And so we just kind of were trying to find until we found that right partner. And because uh, I was obviously one, one big, big uh, goal and, and kind of um, uh, important thing that we needed to do to achieve those goals. And... Um, and so we um, we just kept working. We kept working on his game, and finally, Yvonne was looking for for a new partner um, around Miami time, and we we made a go of it, and um, we started working together full time. Rough patch beginning of the summer in the clay court season, but then we f- uh, won Lyon before the, right. the French Open, and then we got to the finals right. of the French Open, right. saved five match points yeah. against uh, Ram Salisbury, and. Um, and lost a tough one yeah. uh, in the final, but um, that kind of springboarded us into believing that obviously he's top ten and can mm-hmm. win a slam. And so it is. Um, it has just been a fun journey uh, to get to know Austin and his game, get to know Yvonne and his, um, you know, his career. And I'm familiar with him, but to get to know his game as well, and then kind of sync those two together. And that's always what I love about coaching and doubles, is working with individuals to to find the chemistry and the, um, the unit that, that they can really uh, excel and, and achieve a lot as a team. And, and so, you know, we've finaled one slam already. Yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal run. Congratulations. Yeah, I want to backtrack just a little bit because you okay. said quite a few things that were interesting. One is the fact that when they started off, they didn't do great in the beginning. So what you've mentioned a few times, you just see things. You see that things can work out well. What kept you grinding and keeping the, the, the partnership going, even when you don't start off so well? Like, how long do you give it? And mm-hmm. how, for your eye, how, do you, how did you know that you knew it was going to work out? Well, you know, the first thing I look at is, um, you know, with the partnership, do, do, they, do, they, do their games work well together? Mm-hmm. You know, their, do their strengths and weaknesses do those kind of uh, kind of connect together to form a good team, um, and they really do. I mean, Austin's got a massive serve. He's lefty. Um, he's good returns, and he's got good reach, big forehand. And, and with Yvonne, he's he's just solid everywhere. But he's got some of the best returns in the game. Incredible backhand, um, unbelievable up at the net. And so, you know, it kind of with Bob and Mike, that's how, you know, Bob had the big forehand, huge serve lefty. Mike was just a technician at the net and some of the best returns I've ever seen in doubles and obviously a righty. And so I knew as a coach that winning formula, you always try to kind of find um, teams that complement each other mm-hmm. um, with their games. And then the second thing I look at is the uh, the chemistry. You know, do they work well together? Do they... Uh, face adversity and and persevere um, kind of as a team and um, both guys are very very professional very organized um, and very intense and sometimes too much I have to pull them both back 
but I like that part about them because they both keep each other accountable mm-hmm. and on the right path. And so for us, to be honest, Jill, it's it's about more rest. It's about more um, playing with freedom, less thinking, less analyzing, and and more uh, words we've been using the last month, um, play through your eyes, more uh, loose hands, um, you know, uh, trust, trust our shots. We use a lot of the words like trust and being brave, be brave out there. And so either way, you're, you're, you're still feeling like you kind of won, uh, especially with these margins and doubles and, right. and tough competition. Um, you're going to lose matches, but it, but we feel like we succeed if we play brave and we play the right way mm-hmm. together. And so that's kind of what, what I look for in, in both Austin and Yvonne have those qualities and they really combine them well together. So it's interesting that you said, you know, you try not to think, right? Very yeah. important in tennis, obviously, to try not to think. Easier said than done. So because it's hard not to think sometimes, especially mm. in big moments or in big tournaments. So the message that you send them about if they feel like that's starting to happen a little bit, how do you as a coach be able to kind of redirect that and get them into a non-thinking phase? Yeah, yeah. I love these questions, Jill, because <laughs> this is what I, I truly love and am so passionate about coaching and, and, and have always been, whether it's singles, doubles, men, women, juniors, uh, 3.5 USTA lady at a club. Honestly, I just I love finding ways to help that particular player play with freedom and 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 play with trying to gain something, win something without the fear of failure. And if you can combine that balance, um, then you're really achieving something and you will achieve your goals. Um, and so, you know, one of the things I've learned a lot with the Bryan brothers, uh, learned so much I was gonna, from I was them. Ask you that. Yeah, great. yeah. And we, we talk a lot still today. They've been great mentors to, uh, Austin and I, and, um, you know, we just, we talk a lot about, um, you know, getting that little self off your shoulder, knocking them off that little yeah. Jill, you know, when you play as the highest level, as you remember and Bob and Mike or Austin and Yvonne or, you know, uh, Alcaraz, or wh- whoever it may be, you just got that little voice mm-hmm. that chirps and, um, you got to learn to kind of basically, you know, knock them off or shut them up. And, and, and you got to learn to almost be a little blank and, and, and trust your, your instincts yeah. and, and, and play. I know I keep repeating some words, but play with, with freedom because you have the repetition and we've talked about the game plan. And so, um, for me, if you can, can, can really overcome and, and control, not perfect, but control your nervous system to where you're not hanging on because you're going to, you're going to lose points um, and you can really train your nervous system and your mind and your body to play with that freedom and not let little little losses, which are points, right. get in your way of that, mm-hmm. you're, we feel like we've got a good chance to win. And so it's just reminding them of that. And now that we can coach mm-hmm. um, in the matches, I can really yeah. oh, be yeah. vocal like about that? it. Like and we have, our, we have our keywords and yeah. signals that are nice. legal, obviously, now. And, and we can um, help guide through you know them through that during matches. But... But but getting them to think on their own and do that themselves, um, because in between points, you don't want to be coaching too much or get them to overthink. But, you know, almost um, less is more, the old saying, and just trusting it. Yeah, how much, the coaching thing, obviously you feel like that helps a little bit. How much is it? It's obviously not so much about the tennis at that point, right? Because it's just moments that you get. Is it more 
just reminding them of things or mental um, reminders? Yeah, that's a good, it's, it's, it's a good question. And it's something that is ongoing, you know, coaching just started in Atlanta, right. the on-court coaching. And so I would say I'm doing definitely more of it now and I'm more, more comfortable with the timing of, of doing it. Um, I would say a lot of it is keeping Austin and Yvonne um, calm. Keywords we have, and and um, and some of those are have to do with Bob and Mike, um, but but keeping them calm, keeping them positive, keeping them as far as playing I, free. Okay. Um, when you say has to do with Bob and Mike, yeah, just as... just little uh, terms that we use oh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. during a match. If I yeah. say a certain term, yeah. it, they'll, they'll know what it means. And a lot of it's about. Uh, you know, getting back to that comp- playing with confidence, playing aggressive, playing, you know, brave. But then the second part of it is definitely tactical, you know, and I'll give you um, an example is if, if a team's on fire with their serve, if a team's on fire with their eye formation, which we see a lot on the serving teams and doubles, then I'll say, hey, you know, you know, code word or, hey, don't forget, literally don't forget the lob mm-hmm. um, or, you know, down the line returns yeah. or, um, you know, short volleys, things like that, mm-hmm. um, that might change the dynamic of the match against particular opponents. Mm-hmm. And so the the strategy and being able to just say a couple things like that, that I just mentioned examples are become very, very valuable because mm-hmm. they can definitely turn a match and, yeah. and give them something to think about. And what that really does is it takes um, as you'll you'll know this, it takes their mind off the result yes, and the win <laughs> and the ranking and the opportunity, right. and it gets it on. Hey, what are we trying to do here? Right. Yeah. And so so much is focused on that calmness on the court. Are there any routines or strategies you do off court that will help translate that easier onto the court? Like you know, there's players that do meditation or yeah. other other things that help. Is there anything? Yeah, that great question. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, we will uh, introduce meditation. Um, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up. We, um, the, you know, the other thing that um, we we do a lot is we'll, um, you know, all the, all the other uh, teams and coaches and and players do this is they they watch film, and it's not only watching film, but it's 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 critiquing it and being honest with the film, whether it's positive or negative like and, are you talking about tennis film yes okay, okay. yeah watching okay. matches okay. and now that as you know tennis tv or yeah, yeah. um you know uh tennis channel yep. you know atv sites you know uh espn whatever whatever matches on it's uh it's very valuable for us to learn um not only watching opponents which i love scouting but also to learn about what we are doing and what we are doing under pressure and so um that has been big so meditation watching matches and um, honestly, Jill, just learning when when to take time off, mm-hmm. yeah. when to get away from it. Austin loves outdoorsmen, hiking, and things like that. And so I, I encourage him to go do those things and spend time with his wife. And and um, and we, we try to you know when we're in certain cities, we try to get out and go do some fun things. Um, and then the last thing I'd say is is just sending him. I'm big on as you can probably tell the the mental side of, of yeah. tennis. And so um, you know I'm, I I try to send different. Um, interviews maybe it's phil jackson or greg popovich or maybe it's uh, a kobe bryant um uh, can you pinpoint some things that have definitely stood out of any of those interviews that you've sent or any quotes that really translate Mm -hmm. to what you're trying to portray Mm -hmm. um i put you on the spot there but no that's okay um you know and i i you know one thing i also very passionate about is i go around speaking um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to speak at the Texas uh, uh, 
Coaches Conference yes. Association Congrats. in Horseshoe Bay at the yeah. in, in December. So I'm really excited about that, and I've starting to help some college teams. Is the topic um, like mentality? And it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, and kind of whiteboarding and showing yeah. videos and talking about the mental side of it because then I can have eight different types of styles of players but I'm just I, I can help all of them yeah. by talking about what we just playing with freedom and how to how yeah. to control the fear and and as you know so well Jill in this sport you you deal with so many little losses points that you lose all sets that you lose matches that because there's only one winner each week right and so a couple of examples are um you know I told them hey do you um you know how to get get rid of those mistakes and not not and how to basically have a better perspective about them. It's like how, and I said, well, um, you ever heard of Steph Curry? Have I? Yes, of course. And, no, I'm, I'm talking. <laughs> oh, they talked about. Okay. Yeah, I know you have, Joe. <laughs> okay. Uh, and so he'll go, yeah, of course, of course, just like you did. Yeah, Steph Curry. Yeah, Golden State Warriors, greatest yeah. three point shooter of all time. Right. You know, unbelievable. Fun- I mean, shoots it from anywhere, never misses. Right. And I go, you know what? His career three point. Now remember, you just said he's a, one of the greatest three-point shooters right. of all time. Do you know what his career percentage is of three points? Is and it he, less than 50? And it's no. 39%. No now, I don't know to date, but at, but at this at time, it was time. 39%, which is not long ago. But the fact is he took the shot. Thank you. And I, <laughs> and I didn't mean to take the words. No, no. And I said, you know what? I said, that means what I look at is the other side of it. Mm-hmm. That means he misses six out of ten. And it doesn't phase the four he makes. Yeah. And he could start out a game missing the first three, but he knows he needs really four to be really successful for him and his team. So those three don't phase him because he's got seven left of that yeah. ten if you look at it proportional. And, and, and here's the greatest shooter of all time, and he's four for ten. Mm. I said, what about a uh, – you know what it takes basically as a major league uh, baseball batter to get in the Hall of Fame? And I think he got it, and he's like – batting 300 yeah i go yeah but do you know what that means that means every three times you get up to bat you only succeed getting on base once i know it's so you fail the other two times it's crazy right Mm -hmm. so i said you know federer Djokovic, and nadal there was a study done where they took their career winning percentage and this was like 2015 so they're obviously they want they'd won almost everything at that time and it was 55 percent that means they lose 45% of their points every time they step on the court. But they, it doesn't deteriorate or tear down their confidence. Well, that's why I think tennis is so incredible because you play, what's the average, 25, 26 tournaments a year, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's considered a pretty good year if you win, win two or three events, sometimes if you win one title. Exactly. And so you're losing every single week. Yes. And so, so after having these motivational speakers and talking to your players have they have you watched them actually before your eyes perceive things differently like in a match or how they're talking to you or how they're learning 100 percent, and you probably see the smile um come across my face on this right now as you ask that because that is why i coach yeah that is why i love it of course of course i'm goal oriented and want to win a slam and want to want to do things as a coach but to see my player and players achieve their goals um, and to see them um, recognize that and learn to handle the pressure, which is really all that it's about at this level, and perform under that pressure and achieve under that pressure by doing these things, it's, it's such a gift because it, it, they're more relaxed, they're more confident, they're more happy, 
and they're enjoying it, the, the journey more. Yeah. And it, they don't always win doing that, right. but they, they sure win more often and they enjoy the highs and the lows through that more often. And so that's really cool to see that transformation. Well, that's the key is enjoying the lows too, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. And, and that's not easy to do. No, but if you have some of those examples that we just spoke about, mm-hmm. and you know that you can do everything right, and maybe you don't, you just don't, you don't have it that day, or they, that you got a little unlucky. Maybe there's a bad call. Maybe the opponent was just too good, and you did everything. Yeah. And if you just know that that's part of life, and that's part of this sport, but we're always looking at what what's the big picture to accomplish our goals, then then we feel like. You're you're gonna come out okay yeah. on the end of it. So yeah. it's 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 cool to see it and be a part of it and and um, and still find ways to get better at, yeah. at 48 years old as a coach or for Yvonne, you know, 37, 38 years old. Austin will be 32 now at 33 next year. So for me, I still love it. I still love talking to Bob, and Mike, and learning and picking each other's brains on how to get better as yeah. as people, as coaches, as players, and and. Um, you know, I even love chatting about it with, with, with you yeah. and my speeches, and, and, and uh, so it's, it's great. It's well, I can see why you do motivational spe- speeches, because I'm pretty motivated. Right oh, now. thank you. Thank you. I, um, I appreciate that. You're, you're an amazing teacher, I can already tell. But even as a teacher, I want to know maybe some past teachers or something uh, from your past that in, inspired you to get to this point in your coaching career, what you've learned along the way that has really impacted you like to a, f- a full degree. Yeah, there's yeah, that's, uh, I like talking about that because obviously that makes a big imprint in, in my life. And, um, you know, of course, my parents, you know, started it out and made it made it a country club fun atmosphere. I got to play every sport. And so they've always supported me without kind of pressuring me. Mm-hmm. I had a huge influence. We called him the legend at my local country club, Los Rios Country Club in Plano, Texas, named Carter Scott. We called him, the, like I said, the legend. And he, he, he made it fun. And he, uh, you know, he was a, an adult and I was a kid growing up playing. So I was trying to beat him, but he made me laugh, made it fun. And then, um, you know, I had a couple of really instrumental coaches um, when I was, you know, 13 to still now mentoring me and that's Andy Zoden who's a director of tennis at Columbine Country Club and um, my main coach for for many many years was um, still my mentor to this day he's a director of tennis at the Met Club downtown sports club in Houston yeah. you, you might have been there yeah. Keith Chrisman okay. and um, you probably remember Keith from the Tara yeah, Snyder yeah, days and yeah. so you know he, Keith gets me to coach through my eyes and um and think how to um, not only cr- uh, fix strategy and X's and O's and technique, but almost more than that, he got me really ma- on the majority of time looking to uh, the behavior of players and um, the nervous system of players and how to get them to calm down, how to get them to play more um with believability and bravery physiologically yes and he's really really good at getting the most out of players by tapping into that side of it Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've followed in his footsteps and he's given me a great uh, platform to kind of um, keep learning um, from that particular side of tennis Mm -hmm. and so that's why I think I love speaking on it and doing podcasts doing interviews doing speeches coaching live with players like Austin and Yvonne because I I love motivating. I love teaching, uh, not just the X's and O's of coaching, but but like I said, tapping into how do I get them to perform better 
and play with less stress and more confidence and more freedom. That that just motivates me every day to do that. And so Keith was a big uh, big component for me. And um, and then as far as believability that I belong, I would say Paul Lockwood, my my coach at on the men's team at University of Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, you know, he believed in me and, and gave me the shot. And so that kind of gave me a lot of confidence. And um, it seems and so like you had a cool. great team around you. I do, and yeah. That seems, that's important in this world as well, right? Having that huge 100%. support and, and team. Even though I coached them, the last ones I'd say is they coached me. And that would be, you know, Bob and Mike Bryan and, yeah. and their parents, Wayne and Kathy Bryan. Um, just great people. Great, obviously, as you know them. Uh, incredible for the sport of tennis and for doubles particularly. And they really... Um, you know, we, we went through the journey together through a lot of, uh, you know, winning our first slam and becoming number one in the world for the first time. But but more importantly, just uh, being good people, good sportsmen and learning from the from that family. What's the biggest thing would you say you learned from that experience in particular with the Bryans and the family? Oh, man, there's so many lessons. I know. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I'm going to give you two things, one that's not tennis and one that is with tennis. The one that is with tennis is um, we focus as coaches so much on what you do with the ball. Okay. And when when coaching them, they were so perfect. They're mirror image twins, one-handed backhand, beautiful technique taught by their mom and dad. And so I felt like I didn't really have to worry as much about the technical side of it with them. Um, and so I started focusing on how they could be more aggressive and, and valuable and impactful without the ball. And as I looked at it, um, if you think about doubles, you're, you know, four players on a court, one player at every given moment hitting a ball. I speak on this topic too. So that means every time in doubles somebody's hitting a ball, three people are not hitting. Yeah. So would you say it's – would you – say that it's fair to say that 75% of the time you step out on a doubles match you're not you're hitting? You're not hitting ball, probably, yeah. Okay, in singles, what is it? 50%. You got it. <laughs> okay, so to me in the game of tennis, at this, even at this highest level, half the time in singles to 75% the majority yeah. in doubles, you're not, not hitting, hitting a ball. ball. So early on from 2003, 4, 5, I started really looking at that closer and doing the analytics and studying how can I make my players better without the ball? Okay. And that is better vision, seeing the play earlier, yep. seeing the ball earlier. Reading small signs. Reading, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, how to get in position better, how to, how to, how to anticipate yeah. where to be, what to look for, and those kinds of things. And so that's kind of a, a tennis one. And then the last thing is with the Bryan brothers is building each other up. Yeah. You know, that's tough to do um, when you're around each other, you know, 30-something weeks a year, yeah. when you're brothers, when you're twin brothers. And they did such a great job of, of letting bad things go, you know, irritations, bad losses. Maybe one was that's off that huge. day. Um, and, and you've played at the, at the highest level and doubles and all that. So you, you know how challenging that can be. Yeah. And so uh, taking it out on somebody, well, you can take it out on your brother. So um, the lesson of, um, you know, w- which we can all do better in life, let's try to build each other up in life because it's so easy nowadays to criticize and tear yeah. each other down. And they're two of the best at doing that and, and trying to create energy with one unit instead of two separate yeah. entities. That's trying amazing to, advice. So.
Congratulations on so many levels. Thank really, you, Jill. you've done a fantastic job. It's always fun talking to you, Phil. Uh, we go no, way you, back. You've, we go you're, way back. You're a great friend, and, yeah. and uh, you, um, yeah, I just I have so many nice things to say about you and so okay. many great memories. You yeah. handled yourself uh, first class on and off the court, and you're so well liked by everybody. Appreciate and that. so Thank I you. mean that. And um, yeah, so great to see you, and yeah. uh, thanks for the opportunity Yay. to chat with you. You too. Thanks, Phil, and best yeah. of luck. Thanks. Thank